Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, well, let's revisit our top story uh, from uh, 3 o'clock. As many of you heard um, last week, Nanaimo became the latest Canadian city to ban natural gas in new construction. So what it means for Nanaimo is that natural gas won't be allowed as a primary heating source in homes in new buildings now there was a it was a there was a contentious debate in council in regards to that conversation the motion passed 5-4 leonard Krog was on the show last week um and he talked about um obviously the fact that uh, you know he was in support of accelerating this move towards banning natural gas uh, which would be six years ahead of the province's 2030 timeline, uh, but uh, the majority on council uh, felt it was the right way to go. Now, I spoke to Malcolm Brody a few weeks ago because um, the city of Richmond introduced a similar motion um, to the Metro Vancouver board uh, in regards to accelerating the move towards uh, getting rid of natural gas as a primary heating source. Uh, I do believe we have that comment from uh, Mr. Brody. Take a listen. I think it's the responsibility of all the parties in government, whether you're at the local, provincial, or federal level. At the Metro Vancouver level, uh, we have the Climate 2050 Energy Roadmap, and really what we're advocating here is to follow that roadmap but do it at a quicker pace. Uh, that is the mayor of Richmond, Malcolm Brody, from a few weeks ago on this program. Now, we also had Jason Wolf join us uh, earlier today. He's Florida Species Director of Energy Solutions. Uh, he, of course, said that uh, they were disappointed uh, by the vote uh, in Nanaimo. Uh, and, of course, uh, by making this move so quickly away from natural gas, you know, um, it uh, certainly makes it difficult, especially in situations like emergencies that we may have. Uh, and they, of course, uh, say that Fortis BC is moving towards renewable natural gas. Um, they're hoping for all new residential customers there will be 100% renewable natural gas before 2030 with a goal of moving the whole system to renewable natural gas by 2050. Take a listen to his comments. Well, certainly we're disappointed. Uh, we're both a gas and electricity provider, and this decision will cut off the ability for Nanaimoites, uh, uh, residents and businesses of Nanaimo, to access low-carbon energy such as renewable gas, hydrogen in the future. But it also has an impact on affordability, and that's concerning right now. That is Jason Wolf, Fortis BC's Director of Energy Solutions. Now, this is at this point a conversation uh, about primary heating sources for your home. Uh, but once these bans go uh, are implemented, one could imagine even in a residential neighborhood, if you're a developer, why would you put in a natural gas line at all, even if it is uh, for, let's say, a stove? So it's going to be a little tougher. Now, what impact could this have on the restaurant industry? And no one has said at this point the restaurant industry is, is being impacted today and now. But the broader conversation of banning natural gas will have some impact. Joining me now uh, is Ian Tostenson, President and CEO of British Columbia's Restaurant and Food Services Association. Ian, thank you for joining us. 
Thanks for having me on, Jess. This is an important topic. <laughs> it is a very, it's yeah. a true existential challenge for a lot of a lot of folks, and I understand why. First of all, your thoughts on what you hear in Nanaimo, as I said, is for a primary um, uh, heating source, a primary energy source. Uh, but broadly speaking, mm-hmm. uh, when you see something like that and hear something like that, what goes through your mind? My biggest disappointment is the is a sort of lack of engagement. I mean, uh, you know, uh, me and Mr. Brody was talking about, you know, almost um, it, bringing these regulations in with impunity. Uh, no one's discussed this, and certainly, I mean, Nanaimo was more, is residential. You're absolutely right, but I think it begins the process of the slippery wedge, and no one has discussed this with us. So we, you know, we're looking at, um, you know, how how do we sort of counter this? in a responsible way because restaurants, you know, obviously, you know, environmental side of it is, is, is important, very important to us. But as there's a quotation in the States that said that, you know, uh, you know, banning natural gas in a restaurant eventually is like taking paint away from a painter and asking the painter to create a masterpiece. And, and that's how important it is. It's, it's, it's fast heat. It's efficient heat. Mm-hmm. It's um, it has a lot of ethnic uh, roots in it. And that's why in Vancouver, decided to, you know, say, okay, well, we can sort of can continue on with cooking natural gas, but not heating natural gas. But all this, what this means is, is that eventually the equation will be that the natural gas that restaurants use will get more expensive if we have less uh, residential users. And you're right, developers probably don't want to put in a gas line um, if it's going to be limited, you know, draw from, because ovens don't draw as much as heaters. And so therefore those new commercial buildings too, probably mm. aren't going to be very viable, uh, if all at all attractive to restaurants wanting to, to be developed in multi-use. So I think there's a solution to this, but the way we're doing it right now is becoming the politicians and the public. And, and that's not a good place to be. In my opinion, we need to to have a, a, a plan together, mm-hmm. and I think we have to listen to Fortis about renewable natural gas. Whenever the politicians hear that, they sort of roll their eyes and just go, no, no, it's got to be electricity, which we don't have enough of anyways. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we should be listening about the renewable natural gas and how do we as society move forward together to find solutions, not be so divisive. Uh, how would you fix it, though? And some would argue, look, the, the forest fires once again this summer are a reminder of where we're, we're headed in regards to climate change. Yeah. You had the heat dome. You have a myriad of examples from around the world, from Europe to Australia to the United States uh, to right here in Canada as well. Does the restaurant industry not have an obligation to, to do its part? And that may mean, yeah. look, we have to, as a collectively, as a society... Make some sacrifices. Uh, yeah, no, we, we certainly do. And I, as I said earlier, it's so important to us. But we're doing a study right now, Jazz, and I'll, when we get the information, uh, the final information, I will uh, make sure you see it. Mm-hmm. But we are converting a restaurant on Main Street that's, a, you know, that's in a, a, a building owned by the city of Vancouver. And uh, it's a gas-driven restaurant, like most of them are. Mm-hmm. And we're doing a conversion. It's going to be quite expensive to do this study, by the way. Um, probably about $25,000 to study how would we theoretically uh, convert the gas restaurant to electricity. And what we're seeing right now is that the the capital cost is, so this is one restaurant, and the capital cost to do that and all the rewiring and stuff, even if we could get enough electricity, which is even, you know, debatable in that building, Mm -hmm. it's probably going to be $75,000 to $100,000 at least to do it. 
and then you have a kitchen that's that's just not efficient. I mean, there's there there is new technologies coming in cooking. I I cook and get that, mm-hmm. but I guess my point is our responsibility has to match the reality of what's 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 possible right now, and it, what we what we're creating is a whole bunch of uncertainty for thousands of businesses uh, that you know, they don't all phone this, but they phone uh, every day. They get a phone call saying. Really? We're not going to have natural gas? So what are my alternatives? I'll have to shut my restaurant down. This is not affordable. It's going to be mm-hmm. too expensive. And and that, to me, is, is not managing the process from a political point of view very effectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any technology right now that can, that can provide that intense heat, that blue flame that is, as you say, no. required by restaurants? Is there anything that you've seen so far? I think in, there's, there's a little bit of induction, I think, say they could do it. But the problem is, is that um, it's it's a scalability issue. So if you have gas uh, burners, in a, you, can, you know, you go to your favorite restaurant, you see all the gas burners going. Mm-hmm. They turn on fast, they shut down fast. Um, but a lot of electricity-driven cooking tops, cooktops, require those. And this is another issue that we, you know, if you say, well, great, we're going to use electricity, most of those, most chefs will tell you that oven, that stovetop has to be on all the time. You can't turn it off. I need instant heat. And so now you're going to heat up your kitchens and you're going to get work safe going like what's going on here. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole bunch of reactions to this. And, and I and I think we can get there without having this drastic because it's fine. I mean, if we, if we ban, as I said, we ban natural gas in new buildings, but it's going to force the price up in restaurants and it makes it uneconomic. So I think we need a broader, more uh, strategic conversation Right now, it's a little bit political. It all sounds great. You know, let's get rid of, you know, natural gas. But I, I, no one's really charted the plan here. And, and I'm yet to hear someone say, let's talk about renewable natural gas. We're really quite keen about that. We're working with Fortis mm-hmm. on the re- renewable natural gassing, which I think is really attractive, which does, you know, as you say, our responsibility, those types, types of moves, Jazz, will, um, you know, will align us more with with our long-term responsibilities and environment. Mm-hmm. Ian, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. It's a really important issue. And do get back to us uh, once this uh, uh, this test at this restaurant is done. would love yeah. to see uh, what you guys It'll learn be, from it. And that'll be around the end of September, Jazz, but we'll make sure you get it for sure. I think you'll find it fascinating. Appreciate it. Thank you so, thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye.